Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the J. Rogan Speaks Podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope everything's going well for you. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what it is that you are thinking of doing, but you're in the right place at the right time because this is a place where we talk about awesome words, poetry, songs, literature, you name it. If it's good, wholesome content, it's spoken right here through your host, of course, Jay Rolden. If this is your first time here, I want to say welcome. I want you to challenge yourself, stick around, listen to some great poems, listen to some great lyrics, to some great songs, and I guarantee you there'll be something that you're going to learn, you're going to cherish, and it's going to uplift your soul and your spirit, and you're not going to regret spending your time with this place. All right, guys, tonight is a special night. Now, typically I read poems, but tonight is going to be a special night. You know why? Because it's Thursday. And I used to do this on Tuesday, but I'm going to switch it down to Thursday. We're going to call Thursday, Thursday Trivia. That's right, Thursday Trivia. So tonight is a trivia game. If you want to play, you want to stick around. And if you want to stick around, you got to play. So, are you guys ready? I have a great list of songs for you to enjoy. But first, I want to say welcome to all my Spanish speakers. Bienvenidos ustedes. Para que sepan, yo soy su servidor. J. Roldan, gracias por estar aquí. Espero que están disfrutando su noche. No sé qué están haciendo, pero ojalá que es algo muy, 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 muy beneficiante para ustedes. Pero aquí en este live hablamos sobre los poemas típicamente. Pero esta noche vamos a jugar un juego, un juego de adivinanza. Y tiene que adivinar las letras que yo voy a leer en inglés y también lo voy a leer en español. Así que voy a escoger unas canciones en español. Lo voy a leer. Ustedes tienen que adivinar el nombre de la, bueno, el grupo y también, si no, el cantante, ¿cierto? Así que vamos con el show. Este se llama el J. Roldan Live Podcast. Y si ustedes ya no lo saben, yo tengo un, bueno, tengo un, un account en Spotify. Así que si ustedes quieren oír más contenido de mío, bueno, después de este show vayan hacia Spotify descarguenla y busquen por mi show que se llama J. Roldán y después de eso creo que ustedes deberían suscribirse porque ya luego en unos par de semanas va a ser muy privado así que solamente los suscriptores van a poder acceder los, el contenido mío, así que les invito para quedarse aquí conmigo y lo vamos a pasar super bien. What our show is really about, which is reading poems. And this time I want to just read them. I don't want to spend my time analyzing them. Unless some of you really, really want that, I might do that for some of them. But tonight I just want to read it. I want you guys to experience poetry as is. Sometimes poets, when they write material like this, it's really just for the oral, right? Sorry, the oral, okay? The oral experience, like like how you can listen to it. Because many of these writers write specific words, right? They choose specific words so that it can have a particular rhythm, it can have a particular intonation. And so the way it's read is supposed to be rhythmical. Now, poems aren't supposed to be paralleled with music. And so it should be experienced without music. However, this album right here is in my in my, in my perspective i feel like it aligns with the poems that i chose tonight for for you to experience so they don't necessarily are meant to be read with music 
but as you guys know, I'm very meticulous with, with song choices, and so I want these poems to harness the symbolism and also to, in many ways, like, explicate the actual message itself. So, once again, I don't want to spend time analyzing them, and I want you guys to just experience the poem itself as is. Is that cool? Alright. Here we go. This one's titled... Actually, give me one second, give me one second. This one's titled, Only Waiting. This is written by Miss Frances Mace. Miss Frances Mace. And this is a brand new poem that I've never read before on a live. So, this was written back in the 1950s, I believe. But it's making its debut on my live right now. is faded from the heart once full of day till the stars of heaven are breaking through the twilight soft and gray and only waiting till the reapers have the last sheaf gathered home for the summer's time is faded and the autumn winds have come. Quickly, reapers, gather quickly. The last ripe hours of my heart for the bloom of life is withered, and I hasten to depart. Only waiting till the angels open wide the mystic gate, at whose feet I long have Lingered, weary and poor and desolate, even now I hear the footsteps and their voices far away, and if they call me, I am waiting, 
only waiting to obey. Only waiting till the shadows are a little longer grown. Only waiting till the glimmer of the day. The day's last beam has flown. Then from out the gathered darkness, holy, deathless stars shall rise, by whose light my soul shall gladly tread its pathway to the skies. This is titled, Only Waiting, by Miss Francis Mace. And I need to make her a correction. This was actually written in the 1850s, not 1950s. I really wish I could dissect this one, actually, but I'm going to keep my promise. No analysis, no analysis tonight, only poetry reading experience. All right. This one's titled This one's titled The Sin of Omission And this is written by M Sangster M Sangster start this track again, do a five second countdown, and here we go. isn't the thing you do, dear. It's the thing you leave undone that gives you a bit of a heartache at the setting of the sun. The tender word forgotten, the letter you did not write, flowers you did not send, dear, or your haunting ghosts at night, and the stone you might have lifted out of a brother's way, and the bit of hearthstone counsel you were hurried too much to say, and the loving touch of a hand, dear, 
the gentle, winning tone which you had no time nor thought for the with troubles enough of your own and those little acts of kindness so easily out of mind those chances to be angels which we poor mortals find and they come in night and silence and each sad reproachful wraith when hope is faint and flagging and a chill has fallen on faith for life is all too short dear and sorrow is all too great to suffer our slow compassion that tarries until too late and it isn't the thing you do dear it's the thing you leave undone which gives you a bit of a heartache at the setting of the sun. Nailed it, baby. Nailed it. This is why you need to describe, subscribe to my podcast account, y'all. Seriously, it's stuff like this that gets put into the podcast. If you want to feel that experience one more time, you got to go and subscribe to my podcast account on Spotify after the show. Seriously, I'm going to be uploading that segment onto my Spotify account. And remember, two weeks from now, it's going to go private. So you can enjoy them right now, you know, for free, but eventually it's going to go dark and only people who are currently subscribing will have access to it. I'm telling you, man, this, not only this poem amazing, by the way. Okay. I just want to recognize how awesome Miss Sangster, okay. Sangster spent so much of her time writing this poem. This is titled The Sin of Omission. Y'all. I spend hours like thinking about this material, by the way, and getting the right song choice for you because the experience is poetic. If you didn't know this by now, the word poem comes from a Greek word for poesis. And poesis is the root word of poesis means to be in the making. It's not made, it's constantly in the making. This is why every single art form that exists is creative. It's in creativity because it's constantly being created. Boesis is in the making, which is why it's a experience. This is the most celestial art form you can achieve. You want to celebrate somebody's soul? You want to celebrate someone's life? You want to have this intimate prayer to the heavenly creator of this entire universe? Speak in poetic form. Learn to speak in poetic form. 
Learn to train your ear in a poetic form. Learn to envelop your words and your thoughts in poetic forms. It's amazing. You guys ready? For this next one? I have to admit, before I continue, guys, I just want you to know, like, it really does take, like, some emotional toll on my behalf whenever I read these poems, because I do put a lot of, like, thought, a lot of strength energy if you want to call it like that a lot of heart even after a long day and and sometimes when you don't get the best news push through, you know, you push through so that you can be counseled and consoled by poems. I love poetry because it offers a haven for me. It's how I feel connected to my creator, who I know loves me in the best way possible. There's no human being in this entire planet that can ever match that love. And I rest, truly, I rest easy at night knowing that. And so this is why I read poems, because it's my way of honoring this gift and saying thank you for this voice that has been given to me. very thankful and I'm very thankful for y'all for spending some time listening to this I'm not here to change you to transform you in any way I'm simply here just to show you some amazing amazing wonderful wholesome content because Lord knows we need more of that in this online sphere because there's so much stuff that's bad for you so I hope that I can leave a lasting legacy for the younger generation. And whatever my lineage is in the future, my grandkids and their grand and their kids, I hope that something like this can continue. Right? Not necessarily me, somebody else. Right? To inspire somebody else. If you missed my live yesterday, I talked about the word inspire. Inspire comes from a Latin word for spirare. Spirare means to breathe in. So when you are inspiring somebody, you are breathing you are breathing life into them. Right? In many ways, this is how like human beings are created from the, the creator, right? He breathes into us. 
And in fact, the word Yahweh, if you didn't know this, is Hebrew for breath of life. What an amazing, amazing world we live in. That was no accident. You are not an accident. We are not an accident. You have purpose and a meaning to you that is beyond any comprehension of wisdom or men or women can ever comprehend or define. Get ready for this next one. This one's a doozy, y'all. FYI, this may or may not make you cry. Just saying. Alright? But it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. This one's titled... Conscience. By Charles Stubbs. Let's start this track one more time. You ready? Here we go. Judgment enough 
for me. And I wondered if there was a future to this land beyond the grave. But no one gave me an answer. And no one came to save. And then I felt that future. in the place where the years increase and I try to remember the future in the land where time will cease and I know of the future judgment and how dreadful sore it be that to sit alone with my conscience will be judgment enough for me was titled Conscience by Charles William Stubbs. Not today, but in the next live or two, I'm going to come back to these poems that I'm reading in this half of the live, and I'm going to analyze these more in depth, because there is a message here that is so critical to understanding the value of life here in this world, in this earth and understanding the value of knowing that you're not an accident that this world isn't an accident that this 
entire universe has a purpose. And that almost everything that's created, if not entirely, creation itself is a glorification of the one who created it. It is the most logical form of being. If something is created, then it has a creator. Period. <laughs> nothing comes from nothing. You know who said that, by the way? One of the most prolific atheist philosophers that have ever existed. His name is Hegel, who did not believe in God, but yet he himself admitted that nothing can only come from nothing. <laughs> it's amazing, you know? That's how well logic is. Listen to this one. This one's very short. This one's titled Roses in December. goodness scorns and weaves of them a crown of thorns that wounds when they remember sharp stabbing points of vain regret around my soul forever set June into December. Ah, Christ, who wore my crown of thorns, have mercy on the heart that mourns. Forgive when I remember. Roses in December by Anktal Stuttered Kennedy
Here's one that's written by Henry Van Dyke. This one is titled, Envoy to the Toiling of Felix. Are you ready? Here we go. like a day, in the glad surprise of paradise, where work is sweeter than play. And yet often the king of the country comes out from his tireless host, and walks in the world of the weary, as if he loved it the most. For here in the duty confusion and the dusty confusion, with eyes that are heavy and dim, he meets, meets him again, the laboring men, who are looking and longing for him. He cancels the curse of Eden, and brings them a blessing instead. Blessed are they that labor, for Jesus partakes of their bread. And he puts his hand to their burdens, and he enters their homes at night. Who does this his best shall have a guest, the master of life and light. And courage will come with his presence, and patience return at his touch. And manifold sins be forgiven to those who love him much. And the cries of envy and anger will change to the songs of cheer, and the toiling age will forget its rage when the Prince of Peace draws near. And this is the gospel of labor. Ring it ye bells of the kirk. The Lord of love came down from above to live with the men who work. And this is the rose that he planted. Here in the thorn-cursed soil, heaven is blessed with perfect rest, but the blessing of earth is toil. This is titled Envoy to the Toiling of Felix by Henry 
Van Dyke. Great, great piece. Great poetic piece. Isn't this wonderful? This is amazing stuff, man. I'm telling you. So, so glorious. So peaceful. So informational. Right? Uplifting. So good. Inspirare. Okay? Don't forget about that word, inspiration. It means to breathe in. You're breathing in something new. And then you're exhaling the old. Right? Inspirare. Inspire. This is what inspiration actually means. <sighs> this one's titled... Battle Hymn of the Republic. This is written by Julia Ward Howe. You ready? One more time. vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored and he hath loosed the fatal lighting of his terrible swift sword and his truth is marching on I have seen him in the watchfires of a hundred circling camps him an altar in the evening dews and damps, and I can read his righteous sentence by the dim and flaring lamps, and his day is marching on, and I have read a fiery gospel, writ in burnished rows of steel. As ye deal with my contemners, so with you my grace shall deal. Let the hero born of woman crush the serpent with his heel, since God is marching on. And he has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never call retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. 
In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea with a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. As he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free, while God is marching on. Battle Hymn of the Republic, written by Julia Ward Howe. Fantastic, no? Amazing. You guys want to hear about the aloe plant? That's an interesting title. Anybody here want to hear about the aloe plant? This is written by a physician, actually. Dr. Henry Harbaugh, a physician. You guys ready? This one's titled The Aloe Plant. You ready? Let's start the strike again. One more time. Have you heard the tale of the aloe plant? Away in the sunny clime? By humble growth of a hundred years, it reaches, reaches its blooming time. And then a wondrous bud at its crown breaks into a thousand flowers. This floral queen in its blooming scene is the pride of the tropical bowers. But the plant to the flower is sacrifice. For its bloom but once, and blooming dies. Have you heard the tale of the pelican, the Arab's Gomel el-Bahar, that dwells in the African solitudes, where the birds that live lonely are? Have you heard how it loves its tender young, and cares and toils for their good? It brings them water from fountains afar and fishes the seas for their food. In famine it feeds them what love can devise. In the blood of its bosom and feeding them dies. And have you heard the tale they tell of the swan? The snow-white bird of the lake it noisily floats on the silvery wave, and it silently sits in the break. For it saves its song till the end of life, and then, in the soft, still even, mid the golden light of the setting sun, it sings as it soars into heaven and the blessed notes fall back from the skies. Tis its only song, for in singing it dies. 
have heard the tales. Shall I tell you one, a greater and better than all? Have you heard of him whom the heavens adore, before whom the hosts of them all fall? How he left the choirs and anthems above for earth in its wailings and woes and suffered the shame and pain of the cross to die for the life of his foes and his death is our life and his loss is our gain the joy for the tear the peace for the pain. <laughs> the Aloe Plant by Dr. Henry Harbaugh. Dr. Henry Harbaugh. Amazing. This is the J. Rolden Podcast. I hope you guys are wonder- having a wonderful time. If this is your first time here, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. If you don't have your headphones on, you are missing out because the content is so much better experienced with those headphones on. So go get a pair, right? Because you're missing out, all right? The experience of the music and the poetic verses, these are written by some amazing, talented writers, gifted, and so... I want you to experience it in its most natural state. Of course, these poems aren't written with the songs in the background. This is something that my show does. And so I want to say welcome and thanks for being here. If you didn't know this already, I have a Spotify account. After this show, go there, look for, search for J. Rolton Speaks. You'll see a picture of my face. And there's a link right underneath it where it says support this podcaster. If you want to follow the show, go ahead. If you want to rate the show, go ahead. If you want to request something in the future, go ahead. All right. As I've been saying this entire life, in about two weeks from now, I'm going to be going full on subscription on my Spotify account. And so you can enjoy it for the next two weeks. But after that, it's going to go exclusively for my current subscribers. So if you want to jump, make the jump, I encourage you to go ahead and go there and go ahead and click on that link. Stop subscribing and I know that you will enjoy the content there. All right. There's a lot of wholesome content on there. There's a lot of podcast episodes as well as individual poems that are only read. And I hope you guys enjoy it. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. going to read I'm going to read one more and this is titled a hundred years from now I hope you guys enjoy this one it's a little bit lengthy but not too bad and 
This is written by Mary Ford, I believe. Or maybe Mary Forb? I think it's Mary Ford. Anyway. Let me make sure. Yes, it is Mary Ford. That's right. So, this is titled, A Hundred Years From Now. Okay. Let me change the track, and then we'll get started momentarily. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a wonderful time. I hope you're allowing these poems to speak to you, and that you connect with them. Thank you so much for being here. This is a wonderful night. This is wholesome content, and we are celebrating an amazing, intelligent designer that created this wonderful world that we call Earth. And he loves you more than anybody ever will. Alright? Alright guys. This is titled, A Hundred Years From Now, by Mary Ford. The surging sea of human life forever onward rolls and bears to the eternal shore its daily fright of souls. And though bravely sails our back bark today, pale death sits at the prow. A few shall know we ever lived a hundred years from now. Mighty human brotherhood, why fiercely war and strive, while God's great world has ample space for everything alive? Broad fields, uncultured and unclaimed, are waiting for the plow of progress that shall make them bloom a hundred years from now. And why should we try so earnestly in life's short, narrow span of golden stairs to climb so high above our brother man? Why blindly at an earthly shrine and slavish homage bow? Our gold will rust, ourselves be dust a hundred years from now. And why prize so much the world's applause? Why dread so much its blame? A fleeting echo is its voice of censure or of flame and fame. The praise that thrills the heart, the scorn that dies with shame, the brow will be a long forgotten dreams a hundred years from now. O patient hearts that meekly bear your weary load of wrong. O earnest hearts that bravely dare and striving grow more strong. Press on till perfect peace is won. You'll never dream of how you struggled over life's thorny road a hundred years from now. Grand, lofty souls who live and toil that freedom, right and truth 
alone may rule the universe, for you is endless youth. When mid the blessed with God you rest, the grateful land shall bow above your clay in reverent love a hundred years from now. Earth's empires rise and fall, time like breakers on thy shore, thy rush upon the rocks of doom go down and are no more. The starry wilderness of worlds that gem night's radiant brow will light the skies of other eyes a hundred years from now. Our Father, to whose sleepless eye the past and future stand, an open page like babes we cling to thy protecting hand. Change, sorrow, death are not to us if we may safely bow beneath the shadow of thy throne. A hundred years from now. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for being here. I hope that you enjoyed this show. This is the J. Rolden Speaks podcast. And once again, go to my Spotify account after the show. Subscribe to it. You won't regret it. Great content, wholesome content, edifying content. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope this live spoke to you. I hope this, the words that were shared reach your heart. Please understand, these are not my words. It's not coming from me. These are coming from something much, much higher, something much better than me. Okay? This is not me. This is someone else that possibly is speaking to you right now. So I encourage you to search for truth. Strive for truth. Don't put your worth in another human being. There's something so much better far better, much more unbreakable and will never abandon you. But you must strive to look for it and make the choice of who reigns in your heart. No man will ever fulfill that as much you as you desire it. No man can ever do that. And if there's any guys in this life, no woman can ever do that either. Place your heart in solid ground, solid foundation, and when you have learned what your true worth is with that wonderful truth that you've learned, accept it in your heart, then you can be ready for a wholesome relationship that will be filled with peace, joy, and wonderful, wonderful hope and love. As I always say, this is a privilege. And I hope that this gets passed down to my children and my children's children. 
And as the Arabs say, Inshallah, which means God willing. Good night, everybody. Buenas noches. Bon nuit.